It's episode 18 of Life's a Garden. Welcome back to another edition of Life's a Garden. We are on episode 18, and it is certainly fall, because the leaves won't stop falling. I have asked them politely to stop falling already so I can rake them up and be done with this, but they just keep on coming. Unfortunately, my house is surrounded by a lot of trees. Half of them are bare. The other half still have green leaves on them, which means they will be falling for the next week and a half, and there's nothing I can do about it. And there's no point in raking up the leaves until they've all fallen. I have decided that, based on what I remember of last year, raking up leaves is worse than shoveling snow. Now, if you live somewhere where you have a big driveway and a lot of sidewalk, I can understand why shoveling snow would suck. If you have that, get a snowblower. In my case, I have a very small walkway. It's a piece of cake. I, ha I also have a small lawn, but I have a lot of trees. So raking up leaves is a pain in the ass. And I hate it. Which only further adds to my thesis that winter is actually the best uh, season of the year. And I stand by it. I, I am only becoming more and more convinced of this. I love fall. I love the temperature. I love the colors. I love Halloween. I love football. They are all great parts of the fall season. But there are a lot of things to dislike about it. Another thing. It is starting to get colder. Therefore, all the critters like to try and come into your home. I just today finished spraying my house for bugs because we both know, as you may already know, my position on bugs. I hate them. They are the worst thing about our ecosystem. I hate bugs. And if you didn't know that, do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to the old episodes. I would appreciate it, and it's only going to benefit you because it's great entertainment. So go do that. There is an episode where I talk about how much I hate bugs. I hate them. I can't, I can't say it enough. So I had to spray the home for bugs to make sure they don't fucking come into my life. I saw a centipede in my sink the other morning, and I almost burned the house down. We can't have that. I need somewhere to live. So the best second option is to just spray the house, make sure the bugs don't get in. Uh, I use Orkin. It seems to work. Every year I've done it, I, I find very few bugs that get into my house. They still get in, of course. You can't stop them all. They are an unstoppable force. But you can limit them. I recommend Orkin. That's what works for me. So I, I sprayed the house. Also, unfortunately, the other day, I had another unexpected visitor. I had a mouse get into my home. Now, I have had... This is only the second mouse I have ever found in my home. Thank God. Because I hate them as well. Um... Kind of pisses me off that he got in because I went and bought those little things you plug into the outlets and they make noise, apparently like some kind of high-pitched noise that keeps the mice away and he still somehow got in. The, the noise did not uh, keep him out. I saw him, I, I heard a scratching noise when, the other morning when I put my, I was putting my clothes away, getting ready for work. And I heard a scratching noise, and I saw him bolt underneath my, or, or for behind my dresser. Fortunately, I did have some uh, traps that I set out, and I blocked him, so he would certainly not make it out. And three days went by, and he didn't. I did not catch him. And then the other day, I finally caught him. Now, unfortunately, the kind of traps that I had are those sticky traps. And I know everybody has an opinion about the sticky traps. They're cruel. Well, they are effective. 
I caught the the first. Okay, let me say this: the first mouse I had in, in this house a couple years ago, I tried to use those humane traps, which fuck that. They're just gonna get back in your house. You gotta kill them. You gotta kill them. Now I get the snap traps. Kill them immediately. The sticky traps, they are alive and suffering in some way. I get it. They're scared. They're trapped. I don't like it any more than you. But those traps didn't work. The ones I used before. So I, I was recommended the sticky traps. I got them. Caught the fucker in a day. This time it took a little bit longer. But I still caught the fucker. Now. Unfortunately. when it, Now. Okay. If you have those sticky traps. You can't just throw them in the garbage. That is even more cruel. Because then they're just sitting there stuck to the thing. And just dying of hunger. And they end up chewing their arms off and shit. And that's terrible. So, you have to do what I did. Now, I did not derive pleasure in ending this little guy's life. If you, if you find pleasure in killing any animal that's not a fucking bug, because they are, they're soulless, um, if, you, if you derive any pleasure from killing a mammal or a lizard or any kind of creature then I recommend you make an appointment with your local therapist or priest because something is terribly wrong with you. I derived zero pleasure from ending this creature's life. I took him out back, I sang him a song, said a prayer for him, and I sent him to the afterlife. Simple as that. Um, and I'm not, I'm done pretending that we should feel bad for this. I get it. He was a creature. He lived a life. He had feelings. And so on. But. Pest is a pest. We cannot forget. That. Mice and rats. Were the cause of the plague. We cannot forget that. And I will not let it happen again. I'm not going to let that fucker in my house. And spreading disease. And eating my food. And shitting all over my stuff. We can't let that happen either. So you have to trap him. And you have to kill him. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. Because it had to be done. He could have lived if he wouldn't have just... If he would have stayed outside and not come into my home. And he could have lived an extra, I don't know, day or so. However long mice live. Not very long. So I'm not going to feel bad about it. If you have a pest, you must get rid of it. Or else it will get you sick. End of story. I did feel bad. I don't like having to kill mice. But I said him a prayer, and I sent him on his way. That's the way it goes. So, unfortunately that happened, but yes, the pests are coming in. Be prepared. Spray your house down. I did, Like I said, I got those little fucking sound things to make sure the mice wouldn't come in so I wouldn't have to kill them. So, let's see if... I put two of them in my room now, because that's where they seem to get in, is in my room. I don't know where they're coming in from, but I put, the, I put two of those in there, so hopefully that'll help. Um, yeah. Sober October update. It's been going good. We're 10 days in now. Actually, 11 days. Today's day 11 for me because I started on the 30th. Um, it's going strong. I mean, I feel, I actually feel really good. I've stuck to my workout regimen. I've worked out every other day. Uh, I'm going to work out again today. Today will be six workouts out of 15, and if I get to my 15 before the month's over, I'm going to keep on going. 15 is just the the uh, minimum. So, uh, that, haven't drank at all, and it's, it was kind of tough. We went to the bar, I think I've been to the bar twice since, so, since starting Sober October. Well, technically three times. Once was during lunch. I don't drink, I don't day drink. So that doesn't really count. But twice was that night. And it was weird sitting there. Not drinking. One time not as weird because we were eating food. And uh, just drinking sparkling water. Which is actually... I used to hate soda water. Club soda with lime. Hated it. Now it's actually really, really good. I prefer it over soda. Um, but it was a little weird. We also went out... And just to a bar, like, to hang out and sing karaoke and... Which typically we drink while we do. 
So it was weird to sit there and, and not have alcohol and just sing. But I was glad that I did it because I know that I can. I can go to a bar where only I drink and not have dinner or anything like that and survive a night without succumbing to uh, forcing myself to get a drink. It's only it's only awkward because I hate having to take up a table at a bar and, you know, only order water. But uh, we wanted to go out that night, so we did. And I'm not going to succumb to the vice of alcohol. It will not get its grips on me for another 20 days. But seriously, I feel really good. Like, I've been eating healthier. I, I've only actually eaten out the one time when we went to the bar. Well, I had breakfast the other time, so I've eaten out twice. But every other time, I've cooked. I've cooked for myself. I've made. I've made my own food. I have cooked for myself more times uh, in the last ten days than I than I typically do in a whole month. I've done a month's worth. I mean, uh, yeah, and that's not even a joke. I maybe cook for myself ten times in a month, and I've been cooking like real food, like meals. Not just, like, throw something in the oven and call it a day. I've been actually, like, cooking some shit. So, I'm... It feels good. It feels, uh... Rewarding to eat the food that you've cooked. So, that, that's been enjoyable. The workouts. Everything. I've been feeling really good. I feel like I've been losing a little bit of weight. Maybe not a lot. But definitely gaining some muscle. And just the overall... Feeling better. It's nice not having hangover... It's nice, you know, having a clear head all the time. And you just, it's a good reset. This is going to be a good reset in the end. And, I, and I'm pretty happy about that. It's going to be good. Um, and especially with all, you know, there's, there's all these rises in the COVID stuff again. I don't know. I don't have a cure for COVID. I wish I did. I'd be a billionaire. Uh, but I do know. Staying healthy is a good preventive measure to not just COVID, but all sicknesses. So I highly recommend if you don't, you know, if, you're, if your uh, habits, diet, exercise habits, all that are not on the healthier side, I recommend you get on some kind of regimen, whether that's taking vitamins and supplements. That, that's, that's a great, at least you're doing something. Vitamin D. You, you should be taking at least 4,000 IUDs of, of uh, vitamin D. Take a multivitamin. They, they say 70% of people are vitamin D deficient. And that's a huge deal when it comes to getting sick. Take vitamin D. Take a multivitamin. Take any sort of supplements that will benefit your health. That's the least you can do. It literally takes no effort. And they're not expensive. Just go to your local pharmacy or or grocery store, pick up some vitamins, and take them on the daily. That's at least benefit, like more beneficial than not doing that. It would also help if you cut out some things that are less healthy for you. I had trouble with that all the time. Uh, perhaps go for a fucking walk if you're if you're elderly. Or not as in physical shape. Just take a take a walk. Take your fucking dog and go for a walk, or go to the park, or do something a little bit active. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be run a marathon. Get out there, get some fresh air, be active. Um. And if you, but if you can do more, do more. The the healthier you are, the better your immune system will be, and you can fight off these diseases. And we won't have to shut down again. Because they're already talking about uh, expanding the restrictions, you know, the whatever the they can't force you to wear masks even more than they have, but they're they're talking about enforcing more restrictions and shutting places down or closing places earlier, and we cannot have that. The fucking economy cannot withstand it. These small businesses cannot withstand it. So it is high, you know, I recommend at least taking care of your health. So that you will prevent yourself from getting it and spreading the disease. Not just COVID, but all disease. We're coming into flu season again too. Flu and cold. So, take care of yourselves. 
I am just as much against the mask mandate as anybody. I fucking hate it. I will wear the mask where I'm asked to. As not because I'm afraid or because I'm not not even because I'm afraid of spreading it to other people. It's out of respect to the business because they've asked me to wear it. So I'm still going to give these businesses my business to keep them open and alive. If I'm asked to wear the mask, I will fucking wear it. It's not a big deal. It's not difficult. Fucking Gavin Newsom and uh, Garcetti in California. Now they're trying to make people wear the mask throughout meals and to only lower the mask when eating. This is getting insane, okay? This is why everybody is leaving California. Nobody can handle it anymore. It's, it's beyond insanity. And for those of you in California still remaining, and you're waiting out the apocalypse, you're waiting out the COVID, you're, you're, you're dealing with all these restrictions, and you're sitting in your home with nothing to do, biding your time, I have a suggestion to keep you all occupied. Learn to swim. Because it's only a matter of time before that fault line cracks and you'll all be in the ocean. So learn to swim. Because that's exactly where California needs to go is right in the fucking ocean. They're falling apart. And now it's only a matter of time before they literally fall apart. Take care of your health, guys. It, it will benefit you greatly mentally, physically. I promise you. Even if you do it for a little while. Sleep. Sleep's another good thing. Make sure you get lots of sleep. Drink lots of water. Um, some sad news in the music community, especially the metal community, rock and metal community. We lost a legend... Eddie Van Halen died of cancer. 65 years old, I believe, in his 60s. Still way too young, but for a guy who partied for almost his entire life, that's pretty good. Man, it just it sucks watching it, I feel like we just keep seeing legends die and it's it breaks my heart, man. There's a lot of legends out there, so it's, you know, it's bound to happen time and time again but Eddie Van Halen one of the greatest guitar players of all time very easily top 5 greatest guitar players of all time um, lost his battle with cancer so send our condolences to the Van Halen family to all the Van Halen fans I was a Van Halen fan myself um, very sad, man. I mean, we, we hate to see these, these guys go, but, you know, their legacies will live on as forever. You can't deny the fact that he is, he is a legend for sure. So, um, cheers to Eddie Van Halen. Can't say enough things about him, man. Just, just a great guitar player. If you if you don't know Eddie Van Halen, go listen to Eddie Van go go listen to Van Halen. Listen to some of his just guitar stuff. That's all you got. You know that's enough to understand what a brilliant musician he was. And uh, yeah, now he's now he's really running with the devil, huh? No, I don't. I don't want to say he went to hell. But uh, I, I can't help but enjoy the visual in my head, like from Little Nicky, when it opens up with, you know, showing hell and running with the devil's plan, and then it opens up into the into Nicky's room and he's playing, bam, 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 and then I just see Eddie standing there playing with Little Nicky. Yeah, fucking. Eddie Van Halen, man. I, I, there's not much more I can say about it. Uh, why do we, we got to watch all these legends die and then all these politicians fucking live to be 100? Literally, all these politicians are living to be 80, 90, 100. 
We could afford some of them to go. But no, we gotta we gotta watch all of our favorite musicians and movie stars pass on. Fucking the Queen of England has been living for how many centuries? She's literally And she doesn't even look that like she looks old, but she looks the same age as she has for years. It's cause all these fucking high end high end politicians and, and and monarchs drink the blood of the fucking young. And so they, they maintain their their lifespan for far too long. And they think that metal musicians are blood-sucking, like, evil Satanists. It's the politicians, because they're the ones that live to be a thousand. Um, but yeah, R.I.P. Vetti. Uh, R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. Um... Thank you for everything. Thank you for all the music. Um, much love. Um, speaking of Adam Sandler, actually, I just the other day watched his brand new movie on Netflix called Hubie Halloween. I was actually, I was, you know, you'll never find a bigger Adam Sandler fan. Well, okay, you might find a bigger one, but I'm as big an Adam Sandler fan as anybody. Been a fan of his forever. I've, you know, followed him even through the worst times, the the bad, shitty, shitty movies, which end up being most of the Netflix movies. Um, saw the trailer, thought it looked good. I was like, you know, this could, this has a lot of potential. Checked it out. Easily one of his best movies he's put on Netflix. Uh, the one he did with Chris Rock was actually really good. I did like that one. Everything else he's put out on Netflix is basically garbage. Um, Ridiculous 6 was okay, and, um, the do-over was okay, didn't even bother watching Sandy Wexler, and then he had another one, I can't remember what it was, but, and I, I, I saw the other one, and I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't good. So, for the most part, his Netflix movies have been pretty bad. This one is, is actually really good. I, I put it in line with, like, a grown-ups, you know? It's, it's about that good. You're not going to get Mr. Deeds or Big Daddy. Probably never again. But it's it's in line with like Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2. I'd, I'd put it in that category if you're thinking about watching it. It's a good watch. I mean, it's goofy. It's silly. You know, it's ridiculously goofy. You know what I mean? Don't go into the movie. And anymore, you can't go into Adam Sandler movies. Thinking you're going to get a classic rom-com Adam Sandler movie that's like 51st Dates or something like that. You can't do it. They're going to be goofy. They're going to be just ridiculously silly. And that's kind of what his humor has become anymore. A lot of this time, his stuff seems really like almost raunchy. This one's not that way. It's it's a wholesome family movie with some goofy humor. And you just got to... Enjoy it for what it is, and it's really—it is good. It's—it. I laughed a lot during the movie. Um. It, it has a lot of his typical cast guys: Rob Schneider, Steve Buscemi, um, Kevin James is in it. It's hilarious in it. Who else? Um, you know, just the, the typical Sandler crew. The uh, smoking hot mom from Modern Families in it. Which is no surprise that his love interest in the movie is a super hot chick that is way out of his league. Although, Sandler's wife is actually pretty good looking. And she's in all of his movies. She's in this one as well. Also, his kids, both his daughters, are are in the movie. And they did did pretty good. I'm not going to say they're grade A actors, but they did good. It was fun to see them in it. Um, Also, uh... Freaking, what, what's his name? Uh, I just said it earlier in my head, and I and now I completely Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's in the movie. Now, here's the question I have: What kind of pull does Adam Sandler have? I mean, granted, I you know he's a well-known guy, but at this point. He's known for having these goofy movies, but he gets guys like Ray Liotta. 
He had Al Pacino doing literally a song and dance in one of the worst reviewed movies of all time. How did he pull that off? Now, granted, Ray Liotta is a former shell of himself. He's, he's fallen a long way since uh, Goodfellas. But he was still in Goodfellas. One of, the, one of the greatest movies of all time. And since then, he's done things like Wild Hogs and cigarette ads. Anti-cigarette ads. Chantix or whatever. But still, for him to be... It, it was odd to see him in, a, in, a, uh, in an Adam Sandler movie. So Sandler's got some pull in Hollywood. He's got some connections, or he's got deep pockets. We know he's got deep pockets. But uh, to, the fact that he gets these like big A-list celebrities that have been in like some really badass mob movies, it's pretty impressive to me. But Ray Liotta was was pretty good in the in the movie too. Um, just a good movie, man. Go check it out. Hubie Halloween. It's great. Perfect. You know, perfect for this time of year. Good for the kids. There's no raunchiness, nothing weird. Um, I just want to take a brief moment and talk about what a gem Adam Sandler is. Love the guy forever. He's put out some of my all-time favorite movies. Um, so, just just a just an Adam Sandler appreciation moment. I love the guy. Speaking of guys that when they pass on, man, I will be fucking hurt by that one but he's still pretty young um one of the probably one of the best guys in hollywood honestly one of the most wholesome guys down to earth um go check out hubie halloween really really good movie i i enjoyed it a lot so give it give it a view it's 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 definitely worth it um what's our timestamp? perfect um so I want to transition here, and this is not. This is going to be a really weird transition. I want to talk about something that isn't, you know, an easy subject to talk about. This is going to be a. We're going to get really like legitimately as silly as I've been through this episode and through past episodes. This is going to be a moment that I want to take it down a notch and get legitimately serious okay um i i seriously considered not even talking about this because it is an extremely serious topic it is not necessarily not necessarily a comfortable topic to talk about but it is a necessary one suicide um like I said, not exactly a comfortable topic everybody likes to talk about. But we, this is, these are conversations that we must have. And the only reason I bring this up is because I thought that October was Suicide Awareness Month. I was wrong. That's actually September. Nonetheless, I wanted to talk about it because it is an extremely serious topic. And unfortunately, it is a topic I know all too well. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this because I do want this to be you know this is supposed to be a a positive podcast and hopefully uh, this conversation will will end up being positive even though it is a, a dark subject and one that you know like I said many people don't want to talk about. Many people don't want to have these conversations. Therefore, I I want to, you know, make sure this is a conversation we have, because, um, I'm done with it. Too many people dying by their own hand. We don't need that. We have enough of it. Of people killing each other. We have enough people killing themselves unnecessarily. But when you die by your own hand and it's something that you, because you're fighting your demons and you can't handle it anymore, we, we, we need this to end, okay? 
This can't... And, it, you know, it's never gonna end. Just like everything, you know. With everything that's that's bad about the world, you can only hope to save a few people or 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 hopefully we can we can convince a few people to to change their minds cuz you can't save everybody but if i can if i can say a few things that maybe will help you or help somebody else then i'm willing to take that time to try and do that so i want to attack this from two from two perspectives okay first being the perspective of the person that is hurting and is in pain and feels like that's their only option and their only way out okay so right now i'm speaking directly to anybody out there who is in that dark place fighting those demons and needs help i want you to know that you're certainly not alone um there are so many people out there struggling. I ask that you seek out help. It is not easy to ask people for help. I know that just in my regular life. You know, if I if I was struggling with bills, if I was struggling with um, anything, it's the hardest thing to ask somebody for help. Whether it's your ego, whether it's, you know, you don't want to involve someone else, you don't want to burden on anybody else. This is your life, and you only have one. Um, you have to ask for help. There's many sources. You can ask counselors, therapists, doctors. Um, but I recommend you ask your best friend. Go ask a friend. Go ask a family member. Get help from them because they're the they're the ones that are going to understand you the most, and they're the ones that are going to fight to keep you on this earth, and they will not judge you. I promise you that. As some, if if anybody came to me with an issue like that, I would never judge them. And the best thing anybody can do if approached with help is listen. You just have to listen. Be there for them. Under, you know, you might not you might not understand their pain. And I'm going to okay. You know what? I'm I'm going to I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell everyone something that I have only divulged to a few people. I have never been suicidal. I have never thought about killing myself. But I have been so sad and so depressed to the point that I can understand how someone could get to that point. If there was if there was a sadness beyond the the sadness I like the the saddest I've ever been, the most depressed point in my life. I it, I I can only imagine if there was a a pit farther than that, a hole deeper than I was in, and I can understand it. I can understand where people can get to that point of no return, or, or at least that feeling, the feeling of no return. Because I've, I've felt sadness that I never thought I'd feel in my life. And if there's a, pla if there's a place sadder than that, I can understand where people start thinking that way. So I get it. But you have to understand there is so much more. There there are ways to get help. And there there the biggest thing you need to understand is there are people that would hate to see you go. They would they would die inside. I know that feeling. Um there are always people out there that care about you. And you need to reach out to them. And if you feel like there are people that don't, you are you are wrong. And there are people out there that you don't even know that care about you. 
so I ask you to seek out help and um, and uh, do what you can to fight for your life. Um, I want you to I want you to do to do yourself do your do your family do your friends a favor and save your life. Do not take it. Okay. So that is my message to you. Um, let me. The the uh, number to the suicide hotline is eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five. So if if you cannot reach out to a fa a friend or a family member, the suicide hotline is there. I will leave a description in or a uh, link to the description below. Now, on a second front, I want to address the people who aren't suicidal, the ones that may be sought out for help, or the ones that need to um, look for warning signs, because that is the end of the spectrum that I unfortunately have fallen on. I have lost two family members to suicide and I have lost a number of people I know and friends as well. Good people. People who should not have gone and people who should still be with us. I look back on some of them and I wonder what I missed I wonder what I could have done differently to maybe help out the answer really is uh, nothing you can't beat yourself up if you are one of these people if you're somebody like me that's one thing I learned long ago is that you cannot beat yourself up for that However, I recommend, like, ever since those, you know, ever since, namely my uncle, who I, you know, when my cousin went, when my cousin left this earth, he, uh, I was a little bit too young to remember that. But with my uncle, I was not. So after that, I became a lot more aware and more vigilant when it came to people who I thought might have issues. If any, you never know, man. That's just it. That's what I want to. That's the point I want to get through to you, okay? To anybody out there, I had no idea, okay? I had zero idea that my uncle was having these thoughts and feeling the way he was. So the point being, you need to be there for everyone at all times and be positive and just love, give love, okay? That's all you can do. And if you do notice signs that people are feeling, you know, that, that may concern you, reach out to them. You might save their life. So make the point to reach out to anybody who has had, you know, who has felt the pain of losing somebody to suicide. I know your pain. All you get left with are unanswered questions that you can only forget about because you'll drive yourself nuts trying to trying to answer these questions that you have zero answers to and um, you don't you don't want to leave somebody that way you don't just you don't just leave your your life behind you end up leaving the lives of other people behind that cannot be repaired I live with it every day I think about my I think about my uncle every single day there's not a there's not a day that something doesn't remind me of him. Something doesn't, you know, I whether it's a good thing, bad thing, you know, I am I not haunted, you know, I'm not haunted with his memory. I love it. I love that I think about him every day, but I should be um he should still be here, you know. I should I should be able to laugh with him, not things that I remember about him. And We just need people to stop 
stop this. Okay, so I need. I that's just that's all I want. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about this. It's not an easy topic, but it is important. And I'm not going to go on an extremely long time about it. But that's the point I want to make. I just want I just want to make sure, especially with the holidays coming up, people get extremely depressed during these times while many people get very ex- happy. The holidays come up. Uh, we are also coming into a time when, you know, the, the seasons change. Things get a little bit gloomier. And depression starts sinking in a little bit harder for some people. So that's another reason I want to bring this up. I want people to uh, be vigilant, and I want people who are having issues, struggling, to seek help. I can promise you, it's not worth it. Okay, there is you you there there are people out there that love you. You can you can get help. It is out there for you. Do it. Save your life. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So, sorry for getting serious for a moment. But, um, I believe it's necessary. So, let's talk about, you know, with that being said, uh, I don't want to just transition directly into something funny and, and dismiss that. Uh, so I want to talk about a few things that um, I think can positively impact your life and make you know your life a little bit more positive. Whether whether you're you know, it doesn't matter on what, where you stand on the spectrum of happiness and sadness. Okay, this can positively impact you no matter what. Wherever you stand on those on the spectrum, I want to try and send some things that, that at least helped me uh, and positively benefited me. Okay. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is regret, okay? I have lived with a lot of gr- regret in my life, whether that be um, one, of, one of my biggest regrets in life was that I never played high school football. And that haunted me for a long time because, you know, I, I got into football a little bit too late. I became a, a bigger fan Bef- you know, after the fact that I was, uh, I was kind of like in my s- junior senior year, and I felt like it was a little bit too late for me to get involved in football, mostly because I hadn't been involved at a younger age for various reasons. But you know, I I, I regretted not playing, and because you you know you really only get one shot, and you because there's only one time in your life. That you can actually play, you know, high school football. All my friends, you know, I have so many friends that played football, and it sounded like, you know, such a, a good experience for them. And I missed out on that, and I sat in, in regret for a long time about that. But you have to let it go. You cannot live with regret. Regret is not, you know, it's not worth it. I've regretted things like, you know, with my uncle, things that I didn't do, um, things that I, I could have done, should have done with him while I had time with him. I regretted, you know, time with my grandma, my grandma who passed away. I felt like, you know, I could have visited her more, talked to her more in her last few years, but I didn't. For whatever reason that may be, I regret you know past relationships that I've had with friends and um, girlfriends. I regretted things I did do. I regretted things I didn't do in those relationships. But you can't. You cannot beat yourself up about those things. You cannot live with the regret because ultimately, in the end, it. It is what it is. You you either did it, you didn't do it. Whatever it is that you that you did or didn't do, and you regret, it is what it is. You know, it's in the past. The only thing you can do is learn from it. So I see. You know, when it comes to things you may possibly regret that you've done or things you have not done, 
you can only learn from that and hope that what you take away from it is uh, is going to benefit you in the future to where you don't do things that you did before or you um, or you can look on a on the brighter side like for me with football okay I do regret not playing that I do I do or you know but I've, I've let it go because I can't I can't do it again it's over so I can enjoy the sport for what it is now and also with you know here's here's the bright side I looked on with everything coming out about CTE and head trauma I mean I avoided that you know what I mean like that's something that I was not exposed to so I, I have no worries about that so there's a positive note I can take away from it um, something I've learned to teach myself that I I've I never heard from anyone else, so I'm gonna I'm gonna coin this as my own, okay? And that is to never doubt your former self, okay? And what I mean by that is it's easy in hindsight to look back on a situation or a time of your life. And think, why didn't I do that? Or why why didn't I say this? Or how, how could I, like, why didn't I do this a different way? I would have done it differently now. You know? But that's because you grew as a person. You can't go back and stand in the shoes of the person you were. Because that person had a different thought in their head. That person was going through something different. That person had different, you know, motivation at the time. That person thought differently, felt differently than than the person that you are now. So you can't doubt the person that you were. Never doubt the person you were. Because you have to you have to at least believe in your head that what you did at that time was the right thing for you at that time. Granted there's things that, you know, you may or you may have done irrationally or out of anger or you know like I said though you can't doubt your former self because maybe you did do something out of anger and you can't you know you can't unfeel that the anger you felt was for some reason and you may have you may have reacted poorly because you were angry you may have reacted poorly because you were sad that's just it you know and it's easy to look back on that and say, hey, I regret doing that. Like, But you can't, re- you know, don't doubt the reason you did that. Because your former self had a reason for doing that. If, you, if that makes any sense at all. You know what I mean? So any doubt or regret that you have, you cannot go back and, and uh, understand the person you were feeling the way you were. And reacting the way you did. So. That's something I kind of had to learn for myself. And to discover for myself. So that is something I send your way. I, I hope that anything you regret. Or anything that you um, doubt about your past. You you never doubt your former self. Okay. Because you can't. Um, another thing I want to say that has helped me in in my road to being a more positive and happy person is being more present okay this is something i challenge everybody to do especially now in today's world where you know we are so consumed with electronics and social media and you know how many times have you been you know at a table with you know, four of your best friends and everybody is, you know, checking their Facebook and tweeting and chatting with other people. That's the worst. And I am 100% guilty of this. I'm as guilty as anybody when it comes to this. I still do it to this day and I hate it. I catch myself doing it so often. I've been, this is something I've actually been working on more recently than anything. Being more present in the moment. That text can wait, man. When you're with your family, when you're with your friends, 
put it down. Be present. Be involved in the moment. People are going to be more receptive to you. You know, I've told myself way beforehand going out with friends. Make sure you're not on your phone. Put that phone in your pocket. Leave it there. And, you know, it's okay every once in a while to look at it and, like, you know, but for the most part, at least challenge yourself to at least 80% of your time when you're with somebody to be present, focus on what they're talking about, really have a conversation with them because face-to-face interaction now more than ever is, is so important. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, my challenge to you, I suppose. It's my challenge to myself, man. It's so difficult. It shouldn't be, but it is. We need to be more present in the moment, enjoying, you know, the moments we're really living. Because when you're online, that's, that's false. It's a false reality. This is reality. What you are experiencing now in your presence, that's reality. And you certainly don't want work to be that, that you know, constant reality. You want the fun times, the times that you're out with your friends and stuff. That you, you, you can spend all the time you want at home by yourself on your phone. That's, a, that's whatever. I think you should still be more present by yourself. Get to know yourself a little better. Forget those phonies on, online. Get to know yourself. But uh, be more present, whether that's in your social life, in your personal life, by yourself, what have you. Be more present. It will benefit you greatly. And the last thing I'll talk about now is, um, and I this, this has extremely um, been beneficial to me. Letting go of anger. Letting go of frustration, anger, stress. Not easy, okay? It took me a very long time to be able to do this, okay? But if you, you know, whatever your situation may be, I can only, I can only uh, live off my own experiences, but, you know, I've been angry at, I've been angry at my parents, I've been angry at my friends, I've been angry at, you know, so many people, family, but you got to let it go. Because anger is literally poison. When you hold that in and you, and you, you know, it's, it's one thing to be angry for a, a, t- a period of time. Anger is natural. Anger is, you know, you're going to experience it. But you cannot hang on to it. Okay? And if it's, if it's something or someone who, is, who has wronged you or, or done, you know, something to anger you so far beyond coming back from, then the best thing you can do is remove that from your life. Whether it's a person, you know, anything. If if your car is angering you, you know, if, if your car is a constant, you know, source of frustration for you, then let it go. You know, find alternative ways. It, it could be as simple as that, you know. If something is, is frustrating you on a daily basis, remove it from your life. Find a new alternative way of, of doing whatever it is that you that's frustrating you. And with people, if there's somebody who has wronged you or is a constant, you know, frustration to you, then sometimes you just have to cut them out of your life and it will benefit you greatly. There are, you know, it sucks sometimes. I've had to do it. I've had to cut people out of my life. I've had to cut family members out of my life that were just poisonous and caused me a a great deal of frustration and anger. And I had to let them go from my life. I, I had to, I had to uh, cut off my communications with them because they were just poison. It sucks sometimes, but to the benefit of you, it, uh, it's a great relief. 
So let go of your anger. Let go of all the things that you've that you hold on to. Like I said, it's one thing to be angry in the moment. It's one thing to be angry even for a small time. But if it's something that's just holding on to you or or a constant, let it go. Cuz it will only cause negativity in your life. And that's truly the the key, right? The 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 true key to a happy, prosperous life is positivity. Because positivity radiates positivity. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you yourself live a positive life, even if you don't, you know, you don't have to be this extremely cheery, happy, you know, joking all the time, you're the funny guy, or you're the, you know, you're the life of the party, or you're, you know... But if you're at least a positive person, a happy person, that's going to radiate so much better than a negative person. If somebody's always... Who who wants to be around somebody who's constantly negative or constantly, you know, bitching about something or constantly, you know, sad? Nobody. Nobody wants to be around that person, right? So how about we just don't be those people? You have to surround yourself. First of all, you need to surround yourself with positive people. Um, and that's not just sad or unhappy people. These, you know, I'm talking about people who are always angry or people who are always, you know, just want to watch the world burn. These are not the people that you want to be around or people who have negative influences, people who do bad things or are constantly in trouble. These are not the people you want to be around. You want to be around positive people. And positivity radiates positivity. I promise you that. I've, I'm living proof of that. You know, I have, ex- I have experienced anger. I've experienced hatred. I've experienced sadness to the deepest form. I've experienced loss. I've experienced love. And beyond it all, no matter how hurt I felt, no matter how upset I've been, I always come back to, you know, you got to come back to just positivity and, and to be a pot, you know, just force it, fake it till you make it. That's, you know, worst case scenario, fake it till you make it, but surround yourself with positivity, people, experiences, do things that make you happy, listen to things that make you happy. Don't, don't indulge yourself in negativity because positivity radiates positivity. I promise you that. If you yourself are a positive person, positive things will happen to you and positive people will surround themselves with you. People will want to be around you and that in turn will make you happy. When, you know, who doesn't want to be loved? Who doesn't want people to be around them? You know, everybody. Everybody wants to be loved. So, you know, also... You know, you'll, you'll experience beneficial things just in general. You know, your boss will want to be, will want you around. He's your boss. You know, if you're a positive person and a, and a motivated person, your boss is going to want to keep you around. They're going to give you a raise. They're going to promote you. Um, so it, it'll help you in your professional life. It'll help you in so many ways. So the overall message of today's episode Stay positive. Surround yourself with positivity. Don't regret your former self. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just stay positive, guys. That's the best thing you can do. Positivity will radiate positivity for you. And you just have to enjoy every, every moment that you have. Be present. Be present in every moment. Enjoy it. And the things that um, are not as positive in your life, remove them from your life. Because it will, as hard as it may be, it will only benefit you in the future. Okay? So that's today's message. I hope, I hope this is at least something that I've said has at least caught, caught your uh, um, attention and can somehow benefit you. So that's, 
that was kind of it was it was a different episode today you know what i mean Whoa. oh god and then i broke my chair i almost fucking fell down in my chair oh my god okay so i'm just balancing here now <laughs> that's a good way to end the show huh almost falling on my ass um yeah no this was a different episode today but but i think it was good i think this will uh hopefully hopefully benefit some people so um got a couple guests coming up next the next couple episodes will be guests and then the next solo episode i'm extremely excited about it is going to be the halloween special so make sure you check out the halloween special i've been planning this one for a long time it's gonna be good i promise you so stay tuned for that make sure to come back and check out the next couple guests i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope it benefits you in some way remember guys life's a garden dig it